And until we meet again, go blue. Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that? Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike, and this here Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture. Now, Orwolf, who hosts the Mighty Fine 7 o'clock show, Face the Music, coming up tonight, clued me into a particular song that I cannot wait to share with you, so without much further ado, I'm going to get that to you. But first, a little talk about this. It's called Where is the Chicken in the Chicken Chow Mein? And what other title can reflect how we feel as Americans right now. What? So it's 25 degrees now. It's cold. Feels like 18. I'm looking for something warm to eat. Chow mein would be warm. I'm looking at uh, weather.com. It says 25 degrees, snow shower, feels like 18. It also says damaging winds, hail, tornadoes, and flooding possible. But that seems to be... Without much differentiation between the two notices, that one actually has a little picture of the Florida area, so I don't think that applies to us. Moving right along, though, Chow Mein. What is this Chow Mein? Chow Mein is mentioned as early as 1920 in the novel Main Street by Sinclair Lewis. How about that, 100 years ago? Wikipedia says it's popular throughout the Chinese diaspora, particularly in India, Nepal, the UK, and the U.S., Chow mein, one of the first companies to market chow mein in a can was Chun King. I remember Chun King and that can. It was 1946. I don't remember 1946, but the product's creator was Gino Paolucci, the son of Italian immigrants, as you would expect. He developed a recipe based mostly upon Italian spices. To keep the cost down, Paolucci replaced expensive water chestnuts with lower-cost celery stalks that were originally destined for cattle feed. Mmm, let me add it. Paolucci's company became so successful selling canned chow mein and chop suey that President Gerald Ford quipped, what could be more American than a, stu- than a business built on a good Italian recipe for chop suey? I really can't argue with that. So without further ado, as much more further as we've had to do. Here is Al Trace and his musicians. Where is the chicken? In the chicken chow mein. Won't you help me find it?
I walked into a restaurant and told the waiter what I want, and what I wanted was a dish of chicken chow mein. The waiter brought it on a tray. I started eating right away, and right away I started to complain. Hey, where is the chicken in the chicken chow mein? Chick, chicken chow mein, chick, chicken chow mein. Can't find the chicken in the chicken chow mein. Chick, chicken, where can you be? There's oodles of noodles and there's plenty of rice. Yes, plenty of rice. Whoa, plenty of rice. The onions and celery are tasty and nice. But chicken, where can you be? I've looked high. I've looked low. Can't be found. No, no, no. I've looked here. I've looked there. But the doggone chicken isn't anywhere. Where is the chicken in the chicken chow mein? Chick, chicken chow mein. Chick, chicken chow mein. Where is the chicken? I am going insane. Chick, chicken, where can you be? Where is the chicken in the chicken chow mein? Chick, chicken chow mein. Chick, chicken chow mein. I keep on looking all in vain. Waiter, can't you hear me kicking? Don't you serve a little chicken when a fella orders chicken chow mein? Poignant. That was Where is the Chicken in the Chicken Chow Mein? That was Al Trace and his musicians from 1944. Thank you, Arwolf, for that suggestion. I believe there may be a chow mein related theme on your show. I hear rumors of that. Maybe we'll get into that in just a second. So I think I'm going to switch here, switch, switch ears. Hold on, let me switch my ears. Now I'm going to switch gears. Today would have been the 75th birthday of Bob Marley. He was born 75 years ago today, February 6th, and left the world too young. I found an article from the Jamaica Observer from 2015, and they talked to one of Bob Marley's official cooks. The article says, The first cook was Mikey Dan White. He handled Bob Marley's culinary needs from 1973 to 1976. Like many Rastafarians during the 1970s, White noted that Marley followed a fairly strict diet. Bob was not a vegan, White said. He liked fish, vegetables, grains, fruit juices, nut shakes, Irish moss blends, and various porridges, the type of food that helped him keep properly conditioned. And what is Irish moss? I looked it up, and it's a kind of seaweed. So White says, I never saw him eating ice cream or commercial pastry. I know he liked Jamaican-style puddings. A special food we introduced that he and the band liked was broad bean ital with coconut milk, run down with vegetables, especially Brussels sprouts. Broad bean ital. Broad bean is known as fava bean, also known as fava bean, and ital is a belief, a belief system. Wikipedia says the primary goal of adhering to an ital diet is to increase liveliness. Livity, or the life energy that Rastafari generally believe lives within all human beings, as conferred from the Almighty. There are different interpretations of ital regarding specific foods, the general principle being food should be natural or pure and from the earth. Rastafari often avoided food which is chemically modified or contains artificial additives. Here is Bob Marley, remembering him on what would have been his 75th birthday. This is them belly full, but we hungry. (laughs) 
Them belly full but we hungry A hungry mob is a hungry mob A rain a fall but the jaunty tough A yacht a yuck but the youth not enough You're gonna dance to your music Dance We're gonna dance to your music Get your troubles and dance Forget your sorrows and dance Forget your sickness and dance Forget your weakness and dance Cost of living gets so high Start a cry. Now the weak must get strong. They say, Oh, what a tribulation. Them belly full, but we hungry. Hungry mob is a hungry mob. A rain a fall, but the dirty tough. A pot of yuck, but you don't know if we're gonna chuck to your music. Chuck it. We're chucking to your music. We're chucking. From Natty Dread, that is Them Belly Full But We Hungry. Remembering Bob Marley on what would have been his 75th birthday. This is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor, a show about food and culture. The Academy Awards are this Sunday. The good news for you and me right now is that one of the nominees has a food theme. It's called Honeyland. It's the first film ever to be nominated both for Best Documentary and Best International Feature. Best International Feature is the category that used to be called Best Foreign Language Film. The film is from North Macedonia, and the official website says, A woman lives with her ailing mother in a village without roads, electricity, or running water. She's the last in a long line of Macedonian wild beekeepers, eking out a living, farming honey in small batches to be sold in the closest city, a mere four hours' walk away. Her peaceful existence is thrown into upheaval by the arrival of an itinerant family with their roaring engines, seven rambunctious children, and herd of cattle. She optimistically meets the promise of change with an open heart, 
offering up her affections, her brandy, and her tried-and-true beekeeping advice. And what happens? Hmm. You'll have to find out. Honeyland is what it's called. I believe the Michigan Theater has shown it before. It's not being shown there now, but right now the Michigan Theater is showing other Oscar-nominated films, specifically short films, in the categories of documentary, animation, and live action. Honeyland is an hour and a half, so it's no short film, but keep an eye open. It may be back. So, again, Oscar-nominated shorts showing at the Michigan Theater now, I believe, even this very evening and for the next few days. Honeyland, the documentary feature, is nominated for Best Documentary and Best International Feature. And here is Honeybop. They call the bunny hop, now the cats are in a trance, all they wanna do is bop the bop. When the band begins to rock, and it's rockin' to your blues, if you think you blow your top, well put on your rockin' shoes and bop. Let's bop. When the night is up and gone, but you still want to go, though you see the light of dawn, baby, tell the band of love and walk upon your bar. Well, the boss is for a square and the rumba is too old, baby. We'll just rock and let it satisfy us. Oh, 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 thank you, Wanda Jackson. Anytime, Wanda Jackson. That is Honey Bop from 1956. It's quarter to seven. It's Pandora's Lunchbox. It's WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. We're also at WCBN.org, where you can look up a list of the shows we have on the air. You can see what songs I've played, all kinds of stuff. And here's a thought. Oh, coming up at 7, it's Face the Music with Arwolf. And I believe there's going to be a... Uh, I, I, not M speak. You you can talk? Hello. Hello. Yes. Um, I've got 16 cornet players. They're all lined up here. Oh, boy. 16 cornet players. And the program's called Cornet Chop Suey. And we'll open with the uh, recording made in 1926 by Louis Armstrong with that title. Cornet Chop Suey 
on Face the Music tonight at 7. Sounds wonderful. Thank you, Arbel. Mm-hmm. Now, in case you missed the results of the Super Bowl, I'm sure you were wondering, here they are. Newsweek reports that according to the National Chicken Council, I'm going to say that again, the National Chicken Council, I just like saying that's my that's my next band. Anyway, this council says 1.4 billion chicken wings were consumed during the Super Bowl weekend. That represented an increase of 29 million chicken wings from the previous year. They went from house to house and counted them, and not just in Iowa. The council says it has animal welfare guidelines that it encourages its members to follow. That includes the conditions in which the birds live and how they are slaughtered, to raise standards both in the treatment of poultry and the quality of the end product. But not everyone in the chicken industry adheres to good standards. Kara Shannon of the ASPCA told Newsweek, Consumers who are concerned about the welfare of chickens should seek out products with a meaningful animal welfare certification, including animal welfare-approved, certified humane, and global animal partnership level 2+. Let me read those again. Animal, animal welfare-approved, certified humane, and global animal partnership level 2+. Of course, if it's a local business, a local shop, maybe you can just talk to them and say, ask them how their chicken is prepared, if they have a deli and things like that. In the meantime, I can give you on good authority that Dolly Parton had chicken every Sunday. Just because all my dresses are just cotton Calls me the lower class Cause we're only poor folks On the other side of town They won't let him walk up my path But my mama says don't worry When they say those things about you You remember you're just as good as him Just because they got that big house Sitting way up on a hill Why you don't have to look up to them We got chicken every Sunday And the preacher comes around And every Saturday morning Daddy takes us all to town And we go to the picture show Have picnics on the ground Oh, if that's the lower class Then I'm glad that's what I am Folks look down on me and they won't let us stay Cause they think that I'm not good enough But my mama says forget him honey, he ain't worth it all And if anything you're too good for him Just because they got money and a big fine house Why we won't take no sass off of them we got chicken every Sunday and the preacher comes around And every Saturday morning my daddy takes us all to town And we go to the picture show, have picnics on the ground Oh, if that's the lower class, then I'm 
Dolly Parton, and that is Chicken Every Sunday from her album Joshua from 1971. Now, I'd like to tell you something about an event happening in Ann Arbor. This Sunday, the Agrarian Adventure is holding its Harvest Brunch fundraiser this Sunday. The Agrarian Adventure is based in Ann Arbor. It partners with schools to enrich students' connection between the foods they eat, their personal health, and the health of their communities and the environment. The brunch is Sunday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's at Great Oak Co-Housing in Ann Arbor. The menu includes squash pancakes, heirloom vegetable hash, and chilaquiles. There's a sliding scale cost, and there's more information about that at agrarianadventure.org. That's a Harvest Brunch fundraiser this Sunday. It's at Great Oak Co-Housing in Ann Arbor from 10 to 1. I'd like to play another Bob Marley song in memory of Bob Marley on a day that would have been his 75th birthday. This is not strictly about food, but food plays into it, sort of. Kinky reggae. Just kidding. Where did Bob Marley go? He went here. Pardon? Sorry, Wanda.
Remembering Bob Marley on the 75th anniversary of his birth, that is kinky reggae. One last thought here. In Ann Arbor, there is a production, a play called Apple Season that continues. It's at Theater Nova. When her father dies, Lissy returns to her family's apple orchard after escaping from there with her brother, Roger, many years before. But a chance encounter with an old flame conjures haunting family secrets she thought she'd left behind. This is 8 p.m. Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and 2 p.m. Sundays at Theater Nova in Ann Arbor. It is called Apple Season. It's written by E.M. Lewis. It's Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for a while. Thank you for letting me do that once again. I can't believe you keep letting me do that. I appreciate that. Arwolf and Face the Music is next. And one more shot before we go here is Bessie Smith and Kitchen Man from 1929 goes like this. Keep on listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor and never stop.
Thank you, Bessie. Thank you, Mike. I feel so much better now. And I've been feeling pretty good ever since I came down and got down here uh, below sea level in the basement of the Student Activities Hotel, downtown Treetown. It's nice to uh, sort of decompress and play some records for people you care about. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. I do care about you. How are you feeling right now? You okay? Tonight's Face the Music is dedicated to cornet players. I got about 16 examples. And we'd like to begin with the uh, title track, as it were, for this show. Cornet Chop Suey. Louis Armstrong's Hot Five made this record in 1926. And you get to hear it right now. <laughs> 